Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. Once you assume a creator and a plan, it makes us objects in a cruel experiment whereby we are created sick and commanded to be well. I'll repeat that. Created sick and then ordered to be well. And over us to supervise this is installed a celestial dictatorship, a kind of divine North Korea. <laughs> Greedy, exigent, exigent, I would say more than exigent, greedy for uncritical praise from dawn till dusk, and swift to punish the original sins with which it so tenderly gifted us in the very first place. <laughs> However, let, let, let no one say there's no cure. Salvation is offered. Redemption, indeed, is promised at the low price of the surrender of your critical faculties. Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at theca at rogers.com, and if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, hello and welcome to the CA. Today is Monday, October 2nd. I'm Michael. I am Dean. Oh, what? 27. 27? 26? 27. 27, you're right. 27. You're right. Yeah. How many times can we say 27 in the first two minutes of the show? <laughs> 27 um, times. Yeah. So, okay, well, so it's weird, right? Because we were we normally record on Sundays. Mm-hmm. We didn't record. We couldn't last week because you had a thing. Um, and then, uh, we couldn't yesterday cause you had a thing, um, yeah, which is same totally, thing, a same, yeah, same thing. <laughs> uh, it's a recurring thing, but, uh, no. And so now, um, I don't know whether it's good, bad or, or what, but we get to address mm-hmm. last night. Yes. Right. And of course we're referring to see, and it's hard because a part of me is like, uh, I don't want to talk about it because it doesn't have anything to do with. Religion? It doesn't, but um, it but needs to be mentioned. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're, of course, referring to the uh, horrible um, terrorist attack uh, in Las Vegas. And uh, people, you know, you say whatever you want. Um, I, I consider this an act of domestic terrorism. Uh, what do you think? I think it is, too. I mean, you're inciting terror into thousands of people. Yeah. That's terrorism. Was it 20... Like, by definition. 22,000 people or something like that were yeah. at this show. 54 um, people killed. 59. 59 people killed. Over 500 people injured, 500 from, people injured from whatever, like, ricochets and trampling and whatnot. It's, that's, it, and they were all, they all feared for their life. That's terrorism. Yeah. No, I, and, and I think one of the things, and it was, all, of course, it was all over Facebook, right? Of course. Um, it's all over Facebook. And people are talking about... So I think the first thing that got tossed out was Lone Wolf, right? Yeah. And there were a bunch of people that were posting stuff like... Um, so he's a white guy, so he's a lone wolf. He's a brown guy, he's a terrorist. Yeah. Right? Oh, I um, knew if, if, if he was Allah Akbar and doing that, then it's terrorist. Yeah. 
and and I think that would be more cut and dried. That. But again, if he said if he said that, then it's then it's religious based. It's religion based and more on the terror in the terrorism definition, based on that guy that responded to Shannon's post. Yeah, and I guess with what we've become accustomed to. Uh, terror being related to yeah right like we don't know what this guy's motives were because he's dead now so we can't ask him yeah like i um, mean and i don't we may never know there was all kinds of crazy shit like people are running around interviewing his brother and well they yeah, found like, that woman that he was supposedly with and she's not a person of interest anymore yeah she's she in tokyo was, or something like she's she's not even around yeah and like uh, yeah anyway, i don't want to get too much off track but i didn't want to mention it and i just um I would say that um, if you ha- if you have the capacity to help in some way, um, like you know, donate blood. That's that's a huge one because they're always low, even on a regular day and yeah, on a day like this especially. So that would be a huge thing uh, if you can. Um, it's like, I d- and wherever you are, not just in Las Vegas, wherever you are, yeah, because they they'll, can they'll get it anywhere. They from can anywhere. pack that shit up and put it on a plane. Exactly. So, and I feel bad, right? Because, so, I got a tattoo last weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, because I've been donating blood for years now. Yeah. Well, with my past, I'm not allowed. Shannon and I both have been donating blood for years. And then I got a a couple tattoos earlier this year. And so, you know, so because they call, right? They'll go, you know, time for your regular appointment. And I'm like, I just got to, okay, no problem. And they don't make a big deal of it. Yeah. They're like, no problem. Uh, We'll put you, you know, we'll, we'll put you on the list to call in six months. Yeah. And then the six months goes by, and I, I go and I donate, I think, twice. Yeah, it's twice. And then I got another tattoo. Yeah. So now I'm off again for six months, right? So I feel like a schmuck in a way for doing that. But, um, but yeah, like, do something like that or, like, any kind of, like, Red Cross or something like that. Like, you got to be able to donate money to some shit. Um, so don't give it to a fucking church. Well, apparently there's, a, there's, like, a GoFundMe set up to Yeah, to they've already people. raised almost a million dollars. Yeah. So there um, you go. I mean, that's that's yeah. awesome. So there's a so if you, I'm sure if you go into GoFundMe and look up Las Vegas, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Um, I was watching CNN a couple hours ago, and as of a couple hours ago, it was like nine hundred fifty, nine hundred sixty thousand dollars. That's awesome already. Um, and I don't even know who set it up. Some dude, somebody who was thinking. Yeah, some dude set up a GoFundMe and said, "Hey, let's let's do this thing and share it on social media," and it's exploded, uh, which is a good thing. Um, and that's like the perfect way to do it because you don't have to pay anybody else. The money just yeah. goes to the people who need it. It's not going to pay. Does uh, GoFundMe take a cut of phone. that? Well, they probably do. As they have to, they have to fund yeah. their own business. But I mean, there's no. You're not paying banks of people on the phone. You're not paying your Red Cross to up, update their phone system. You're not, you know, yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. Because I remember Katrina. I think it was. Um, yeah, there was another big one there. There was right. there like Red Cross was taking calls and stuff like that. And in the middle of that, they said, "Let's." Upgrade our phone system, and now all the people got great new phones. And they're saying, "Why are you using the money that we're donating to help these people in this tragedy to upgrade your phone system?" And I'm sure they weren't because they probably planned it for months in, the, in advance. Yeah. But it just happened. But at the a bad optics time. look. Yeah, op- the optics look shitty. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like I can't pay my bills. Look at this new thing I bought. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I can understand. What, yeah, certainly see where that would be uh, a thing. So. I didn't want to. I didn't want to harp on it for too long, but uh, that's terrible, terrible. Yeah, terrible but our our, our thoughts are certainly with the are certainly with the, the families of the uh, of the lost, and also with the um, the people who were injured. And, and again, as you always say, you know, don't pray 
do something. Yeah, do something. Yeah, because well, what is it? You know, um, there's there's another there's memes floating around all the fucking fucking place, right? Like, um, you know, uh, two hands, you know, two hands active at work can do more than a thousand clen- you know, clasped in prayer. Yeah. Um, and the other my other favorite one is you know prayer when you care enough to do the very least. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't do anything. Um, and you see fucking Jim Baker. Um, Lagatha's yawning there. I got to see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, Jim Baker's at it, right? And he was talking about, uh, he, he, he kind of chimed in on this tragedy and was talking about how, you know, we need to be ready. We need to be ready. Buy my food buckets. Oh my God. Fucking cocksucker. Food buckets. I fucking, that guy, I can't believe that he's still, he gets out of prison for fraud and all kinds of other shit and he just starts doing it again. Right back in. He starts doing it again. Doesn't even slow down. It's like, he didn't skip a beat. He didn't skip a fucking beat. Obviously learned nothing from his time in, 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 in the slammer. Oh, no. He probably cooked up new fucking schemes. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not, I, I don't know necessarily that it's coincidence that he's selling these shitty fucking food buckets now, right? Maybe he didn't have the best of food when, he, while, you know, while he was <laughs> it's incarcerated. It's better than what's that, what, what, what you could possibly get in a bucket. And they're saying, you know, you store it and, you know, for the apocalypse or whatever, right? Right. Apparently, you can't keep it for more than like seven to ten years or something like that. Really? It goes bad. Oh, that, well, that's like built-in business plan, right? So listen, we're pretty sure the apocalypse is going to happen like any time now. So buy the buckets. Well, you know, um, God wasn't quite ready, so now we'll sell you some more buckets <laughs> because next time, fucking for sure. Well, have you seen his show? It says like people say like, "Where am I supposed to keep all these buckets?" I'm gonna... and there's a make a table out <laughs> of right, it. Use, use them as side tables. Just put a, like, put a tablecloth over it. It's totally fine. Fuck off. Like, he would do that in his fucking mansion. <laughs> um, but it's it's absolutely ridiculous. The other funny thing that, I, that I've seen him do recently, we've seen he wears a, a baseball cap with a cross on it. And um, he says, uh, he says, you know, he says, he's like, I know that I'm in danger wearing this hat. He's like, people don't like Christians. And in my head, I'm like, dude, it's like fucking more yeah. than 75% of the country you live on, uh, in, live in. In what world do you think you're in, you're in danger? Yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's, he's he's got to make up an imaginary mm-hmm. problem so that he can give his imaginary solution. Yeah. Well, like they, when they say there's, there's a war on Christmas, in what world are you living in? Is there yeah. a war on Christmas? I fucking. It's the biggest friggin' holiday. Yeah, it is. I love Christmas. And at this, at this point in the game, it's no longer a religious holiday. It's oh, a cultural holiday. It has. I don't know. Well, for me, it was a little bit right. Like when I was a kid, it was a little bit of a religious thing. Well, yeah, I mean, you have you know it's Jesus' birthday, and there's probably an angel on top of your tree or a star, one yeah, of the two. That's shit. Right, a star or a yep. tree. Well, I got the Death Star, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too much of a tangent. Have you seen now? Um, Hallmark has this new keepsake. It's a fucking Death Star tree topper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It lights up and everything. It's two hundred dollars. What? Yeah. It it uh, plays. I don't have that one. It play like you you have to so you have a like a an adapter you have to plug the fucker in. <laughs> it plays the Imperial March and, or something. And it plays the Imperial March. It has the thing where the Tie Fighters like nice. when the Tie Fighters flying by. <laughs> it has all that shit. <laughs> it apparently it has like three or four minutes, you know, big deal, two hundred bucks. Um, it's like three or four minutes worth of shit that it'll keep on rolling through. If I buy that, <laughs> Shannon will cut my penis off. <laughs> 
Not because it started, because, I mean, she's kind of embraced the whole Star Wars thing. Um, well, she tolerates the That's whole That's the Star- geekiest thing that you're into, though. You're way into Star Wars and yeah. Darth Vader especially. Uh, yeah, it's all about Darth Vader. I mean, I'm looking at two of them right now. It's But it's all about Darth Vader. Everything. People talk, oh, it's Luke. It's fucking not about Luke. The whole thing is about Darth Vader. The whole story is about Darth Vader. Yes. Right from the beginning. I mean, Luke wasn't even born yeah, exactly. in, the first, yeah. in the first few episodes, Anakin, right? So. Darth, the whole thing. It's all about Darth Vader. Um, how the fuck do we get on Darth Vader? Uh, I blame you. Um, okay, <laughs> so anyway, um, Las Vegas, uh, it's disgusting. And I will say... That's horrible. I was going to say, I w- say something, and I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say something. Okay, time for some fucking gun control. And oh, my you, God. You, okay, I mean, let's you can get call into it. it you can call it gun control. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. But, okay, one, Nevada's an open carry state. This dude could have walked in with fucking rifles slung over his yeah. shoulder. Um, Double bags full and just bags walk up to his room. No problem. Anything like that. And why? Why? Why do you need these types of, of weapons? Even if you want to, even if on some fucking planet, I don't even know what planet that's on. Even if on some planet you say... I need to, pardon me, I need to have a firearm for uh, personal protection. Okay. You don't need that many. You don't need fucking whatever he, I don't even know what he had. Automatic rifles of some sort. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether it was like um, like M16. I don't even know if that's a, good, like it's a popular gun anymore. But I mean, like when I was a kid, it was all M16. Like G.I. Joe's well, had, the, had the, M16s. The AR-15s. That's the big one now, right? Because that or, one, um, another shooting happened so everybody went out and bought an ar-15 yeah so i don't know i don't know what it was that he had but you know i mean you you know everybody's heard uh everybody's heard the audio if not seen the video of the stuff and it's basically just you know (coughs) like this is just rapid fire mowing people (laughs) down uh the only the only good thing that i could tell from the audio was that it didn't have a bigger clip Right, like it's, yeah. it's thank God, like he couldn't keep going because it took yeah. him a while to reload. Yeah. So people are saying he wasn't a military guy because they would have been able to reload a lot faster. So he didn't really know what he was doing. Right. Some kind of saving grace, I suppose. But you know, so I mean, it's. But I did say this. I I put this on Facebook. Uh, nothing's gonna change. No. If Sandy Hook didn't change it. This isn't going to change it. Yeah. Because those were children. Yeah. Mowed down in a school. And if that didn't change it, this is not going to change it. I don't know if the I, if, if the IRA, fuck. <laughs> if the NRA has come out and said anything yet, I'm sure when they do, it'll be cowardice and shallow and stupid. Well, they're all going to, like, like, that, like we were talking about before the show, is that if more people had guns, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. That's, that's dumb to, that's dumb to the, Lock this guy up degree. Yeah, it's, it's, well, as I said on Facebook too, I mean, we have an analog. We know what happens when you at least make it difficult to get guns. I mean, I, I don't want to say take away people's guns, but they did this in Australia. They had a mass shooting and yep. it was like the third in the year or something and said, fuck this, this is getting out of hand. No more guns. And the government <laughs> bought back everybody's guns. Yeah. And made it more difficult to get a gun. People yeah. still have guns in Australia. Obviously, yeah. they go hunting in the outback and stuff like that. You can get a gun. It's not easy, but you can get a gun. And they bought back a lot of the guns that were out there. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. 
Suicides look went way happened. down. Look what Rob- Robbery went way down. <laughs> uh, accidental deaths from people cleaning their guns or kids playing with guns. All yep. these things went down. And there was there's been zero mass shootings yep. since this went into effect in like the 90s or something, whatever it was. Yep. We know it works. Yeah, there if was, you limit yeah. access to guns, it works. Yeah. Look at America. No, no, no limit. Have whatever you want. Here you go. Any age, any amount. Go to Walmart. Stock up on all the bullets you can. And look what happens. Every single friggin' day, somebody gets shot. Yep. And and it's funny. There was kind of a. I don't know whether it was meant to be, um, kind of like sarcastic or not. But there was this thing, they were talking about the whole Australia thing. And it's like, you know, Australia, uh, you know, Australia, you know, has basically shown us the way. You know, it's hard for them to, you know, they, there's a study basically in the amount of mass shootings. I forget the, the wording of it. Um, you know, but basically the, re- the, the results are in. Australia has shown it works. Um, and it's, it's so, I mean, we, we know that it works. It's also crazy hard to get a gun in Canada. Yeah, it's not as easy as it is in the States. Yeah, I mean, you have to get the FA, you have to get your FAC. You have to go through all kinds of stuff. Can't they just have a little bit, like like some background checks, to see if these people well, are mentally stable? Because there was a, there was that one ad, a fourteen year old kid, went into a convenience store and tried to buy cigarettes, and they said you can't get in the cigarettes, get out of here. He goes into a liquor store, tries to buy booze. It's like, uh, no, leave, please. Walks into a gun show. Here you go, son. This is a good first gun for you. Are you yeah. out of your fucking mind? Yes. yes. That is, that is the, the most to that asinine, question. ridiculous thing. Yep. The kid's not even old enough to drive. He's not old enough to drink. He's not old enough to smoke cigarettes. But here's a gun. Go have fun. Yep. That allows you to. He's take, not old take enough to life. even understand the ramifications of what could happen if he points that gun in the wrong direction. Probably not. And I mean, and, and, and teenagers are stupid. There's, they think they're invisible, invincible anyway. Yeah. And testosterone running through their bodies like crazy. Piss me off, bang. Yeah. So all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. So America. I mean, we, we, we already, uh, you know, make guns everybody thinks are cool. I did yeah. when I was a kid. I know better now. America, come on. And I have shotguns. I've been to the range. Yeah. Come on, America. It's t- it's time. Yeah, pull your heads out of your asses. First it's, of all, get Trump out of office, and then take care of your fucking guns. Yeah, it's. It, it, I don't. You know, I don't want to see anyone's quote unquote freedoms infringed upon. But this isn't freedoms. This is this is. But but this is fear. But we're at a point now, where. Where it's you know it is an emergency. It's an absolute emergency. And it's time. It's when time. When somebody can kick out a window and mow down 59 people. Yeah, and injure, hun- and injure it's, hundreds. It's, it's beyond time. You could argue yeah, it's beyond time. It's, it's something's got to happen. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some, some fun news instead. Okay. Um, let's any- get into yeah. the reason why we're doing this show. Yeah. Um, anyway... Um, Las Vegas, the whole thing, that sucks. Yeah. And uh, let's not let it happen again, okay? Thanks. Okay, so okay, so we kind of talked about this before, but um, this, this story kind of caught my eye. Um, and it's from Christian Week magazine. Christian Week. So, so this is 
the title is called, uh, or the title is, Where is God in the Storm? Where is God in the Storm? In the Storm. Okay. Okay. But, but this, is, this is interesting. So let's, um, I'm going to get closer to the mic. So let's, let's listen to this a little bit. Now, the first, the right off the bat, is going to floor you a little bit because it's Christian week, right? Yeah. Our climate is changing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very good. Yay. And storms and natural disasters are becoming stronger. Yes, and more are. frequent. Very good. Yes. Yay, we're making some headway. Uh, who wrote this anyway? Um, Andrew T. Holm. Okay, good job, Andrew, so oh, far. He's going to let you down <laughs> in a minute. Um, many are trying to understand why. I hear some Christians speaking, about, speaking of the last days and God's message to us. I hear scientists screaming about global warming. Yeah, we See, know there, why. There it is right there, we global warming. We know why. Global warming. We don't have people ask. We do have people asking why, but we know why already. Yeah, I hear others who are simply confused and fearful of what's to come. While we can present options, I'm not sure we can definitely understand why this is happening. And there he goes right off the. We do. We, we we already know why. <laughs> this is this is. It's proven. It's been proven. <laughs> when the first time climate change was in a scientific text was in 1950-something, or even earlier, it might have been in the 40s. We've known this has been coming for decades. Yeah. No, he's about to give you the answer. <laughs> okay. One thing I know for sure is that we can trust God every step of the way. And there it goes. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, just get, you know what? Maybe I should go to America where it's easy to get a gun and just shoot myself. Oh. Okay. One of the scariest things in the world is uncertainty. Many of us can face some wild things, but we're not sure of the outcome. Everything changes. It's the tension between the status quo and something new. The more distance between those two realities, the scarier the experience. But God has the answers. God is looking for us to trust him. How do you know this? Don't question him, Dean. <laughs> the truth is, when things are out of control and unimaginable, we don't have a choice. We must trust God. I put a little foot. I put a little footnote here and says, "Yes, we can do fucking something." Yeah. Don't trust act, Daddy in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So now, now it goes to the whole. Now it has to give a biblical reference, right? Of course. So it talks about Jesus and the disciples, and the, they're in the boat, and Jesus calms the storm and shit like that. So it says, so I just, just to paraphrase out, with one word, Jesus calmed the storm. And turned to the disciples and asked, why are you so afraid? And then, then, then there's another question. Why are we so afraid? God is in control. Yeah, and look what he's doing. Yep. He's flooding Texas. He's right. killing people in, in Florida. Yep. He's destroying Puerto Rico. Yep. Many ask. He's very, he's, he's much in control. Oh, yeah. Many ask, did God send the storm? We don't really know. It would be difficult to believe since he isn't the author of destruction. Bullshit. Oh, my God. Bullshit. So, um, what you can do, and this is, this is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Dean, what, what Bible verse am I going to throw up here? Um, 
the one that says he's the creator of evil? That's it, Isaiah 45, 7. Thank you. I don't have the numbers, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Dean, you win the prize. He uh, bringeth the sword. Now, what's interesting, <laughs> what's interesting about this is that depending on what version you read, the Bible's fucked coming and going. <laughs> because the King James Version says, I create evil. Now, some apologists might say, well, a storm's not evil. He's, it's not, well, I, I agree with that. A storm is not evil. Right. However, the New International Version says calamity. And I would call a storm calamity. A storm is calamitous, yes. Yeah. So coming and going. Well, again, it causes calamity in the human world. If, if people didn't live in Texas or Florida, there'd be no calamity. Right. But is it, fa- is it fair to say that a storm like Maria, Harvey... Irma, these were calamitous. Yes. Okay. Because they hit populated areas. Sure. Okay. (laughs) So, so in in one sentence, the fucker says, did God send the storm? We don't really know. It'd be difficult to see because he's not the author of destruction. And then fucking the next, but I don't know if he does. I don't know if he reads his own shit. Or if there's an editor, the fucking editor doesn't do anything. Because the next fucking line, we do know that God definitely allowed the storms to happen. <laughs> but he's not hes not the author of destruction. He's not the author of destruction. Somebody stand else made the storms, but eh. Meh. What can I do? I'm busy. That's right. I got so much shit to do. I forgot about those special people down there. Eh. Yeah, me. I um, was blowing up a star 50 billion light years away. Exactly. So, th- and that takes me back to that's fucking evil. Yeah. Right? If you are omnipotent, so you know everything. Cal- allowing calamity through inaction is evil. Is evil, yeah. It's like the, it's like, uh, it's like the lie of omission, right? I didn't, I didn't yeah. tell a lie. Yeah. A lie I of just, omission is still a lie. I just didn't tell the truth. Yeah. Fuck off. You fucking lied. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now he, he goes on. We are we are not guaranteed that God will stop our storm. But we are guaranteed that God is in complete control of them. So, so this this guy uh, bounces around like a fucking ping pong ball. <laughs> and so I just go back to evil. Like what well where is he going? Like like he's in control. We don't know if he saw if he if he sent the storms, but he didn't stop them. But we have to trust him because he's in control. The fuck, exactly. This is you could like <laughs> if you were talking to someone, if you were talking to someone who, let's say, was cognitively deficient, dull. Yes, dull deficient. is an actual term. For a person of a sufficient sufficient IQ, right? So, um, or insufficient rather, you could you could tell them the, this kind of shit and get them to believe fucking near anything. Their head would be spinning around in circles. And they yeah. wouldn't know what to think. It makes no sense at all. Nope, it doesn't make any sense. So I mean, so, if you replace storm and God with something else, like the food in the cafeteria and the cafeteria lady. Like if you, if you want, like we're finding out that the cheese and macaroni is getting more cheesy. 
<laughs> oh, we have to trust the cafeteria lady that we don't know if she actually put out the craft macaroni and cheese, but we have to trust her. And it's just like you replace it, and then it makes absolutely it, it it shows how ridiculous it is. Yeah, but when you but as soon as you throw the divinity into it, it's like oh well, we just gotta let go and let God, <laughs> Jesus take the wheel, whatever fucking stupid metaphor you want to throw at it. Um, I fucking hate fucking. Fucking hate Carrie Underwood. The, sorry, that Carrie came, Underwood. That came out of left field. Jesus Take the Wheel. Oh, is that a song of her? Yeah. Or? Okay. She has this whole, like, because she went after American Idol. So I'm going like, <laughs> way fucking off topic. After she won American Idol, she went total Jeebus. Total fucking Jeebus. And one of the first songs she released was Jesus Take the Wheel. Wow, okay. And it was this whole, basically, she's driving in a storm, right? Yeah. Just like this just yeah, like yeah. this news story. She's driving in a storm. She doesn't know what's going on. She, and then she, like, loses control or something. And then she just she just kind of, I, I think the actual lyric is something like she just kind of sits back and closes her eyes and says, Jesus, take the wheel. Right? And now she's dead. I don't, well, no, she's not. <laughs> but I don't think they teach that at Young Drivers of Canada. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not now, part of the standard curriculum. Now, kids, if you're in trouble, just sit back, close your eyes, yeah. and Jesus take the wheel. Can you imagine? Go back in time to when you got your license. See, because I'm old, right? My I don't know I don't know what it was like when you got your license, okay? But when I got what so back Probably when it, pretty much the same as back when, when it was yours. called a 365. Yeah. Um, my 365 cost twenty dollars. Okay. And I walked over to the wall where they had those where they had those phones, and he picked up the phone. And it was auto dialing to the road test center, and I booked my road test for three months later. And I went and I did my road test, and my license was seven dollars. <laughs> the road test was included. I didn't have to pay for the road test. That was included in the cost of the three sixty five. I really don't remember. So I got. Um, many moons ago, I got a completely unrestricted license yeah. over the span of three months for $27. I remember people were booking their written test. They, 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 like, cause there was three different or however many different like time zones that you could do it. Like you could, you could oh, take your test from, okay. from, from 11 to 12 or from 12 to one and from one to two. And they'd book their test like for the very next segment in case they fa- failed. But if they oh. passed, then they just wouldn't go to that one. Interesting. I never heard that before. Um, so yeah, right. So anyway, how do we get on? That's my oh, fault. Sorry. Jesus take the wheel. No, it's no, no, it's not. It's all on me. Jesus take the wheel. Hate Carrie Underwood. Fucking hate her. Well, I don't hate her. I really fucking hate country music. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> detest. I, was of the same mind and Meredith is very much not of the same mind I know. and she plays it so much that I don't hate it so much anymore <laughs> yeah I love your wife she's a very she's a great person and she's a very dear friend but um, yeah <laughs> I could <laughs> let's I, just stop there but I, but I couldn't be married to her because well, she went to that 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 boots and hearts whatever yeah, I'd be and, like, uh, see you when you get back, baby. Exactly. She went with friends of her, with a friend of hers, and that was that was that. Was no it. I ain't way. going to that. No fucking way. And um, Shannon, Sh- Shannon doesn't now, 
I think she's there's a lot of it she still likes, and she's always listening to the radio. So I don't know whether she hears. I don't know. I don't think she listens to country music like on the radio, but I know she hears some stuff and there's some older songs from when she was in university and shit like that that still kind of ring true. And I was like, no. The closest I ever got was Shania Twain videos on Much Music. <laughs> and I put them on mute yeah. and I had a warm towel with me. <laughs> well, that I can understand. Because that's all country music to me was she good was a was fine good like for. a woman. Yeah. Mm. And, I don't uh, know what she looks like now, but I don't know. Day. Damn. I don't know, but yeah, back in... <laughs> yep. And, and she uh, she was a Canadian, too. She That's right. She performed at... Uh, From Timmins. Yep, and she performed in Toronto, like uh, uh, the... Um, oh, shoot, what's the name of that? Near Sunnybrook Hospital, that, that, that there's a mansion there that people perform at, and she was there. I just know because I used to work at Sunnybrook, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. That place. Um... Okay, how the fuck do we get on this? Um, get okay, back on topic. Let's get back, back on, on topic. topic. Back on. All right. So okay, I we have to revisit September twenty third. Okay, um, and the uh, reason we mean have like to, well, I mean like a couple weeks ago, September twenty third. Yeah, the, remember the failed doomsday? Oh uh, yeah, and it, right. didn't they update the date? It's coming in October um, sometime now. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Exactly. Every like, friggin' month. We'll put it on our calendar. We'll just keep saying every month until it actually happens. So, but this was. Um, this was interesting, and it, it goes back to um, Baker and his buckets and, uh, and stuff like that. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to just, just address this quickly because – so this is from Christian Post magazine. Okay. With the latest doomsday prediction coming, uh, coming to pass without fulfillment, uh, prominent Christian leaders are warning that although Jesus may return one day – no one knows exactly when it will be. So just like you said. And what are they doing here? They're selling fear. Yeah. They're selling fear. You better get your affairs in order because it's going to happen. Exactly. And make sure you drop your money in the collection plate when it comes by. Exactly. So Secure your place in the line. Exactly. So like um, the uh, Russell Moore, president of the Ethics and Religion Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Say that three times fast. I don't think you should be able to put ethics and religious liberty together because I don't think anything about religion is ethical. They're diametrically opposed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the, he, he kind of shoots down David Mead. He was, the, he was the fuckwit that came up with the interpretation of, of the Luke, the story in, the, in Luke, that you know adds and subtracts and multiplies and divides. Pulls out some numbers until, oh, September 23rd. Yeah. Numerology, you can make anything mean anything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And so every time they're wrong. Every single every time they end. come up with a prediction, they're wrong. Yep. So Moore, Moore agreed somewhat with Mead. However, argued any day could be judgment day. So, but he said, although any day could be judgment day, Doomsday speculation is very, very bad idea. Okay. Yeah. So, so don't think about so so don't t- think about it that way. But it could happen anytime. Well, that I I mean thinking that it can happen anytime. So live a good life. Yeah. Just be a good person. Yeah. What happens to be a good it. person? Um. <laughs> this is a funny story. Um, you've probably heard about this by now, but Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. has announced 
that women are going to be allowed to drive. Really? You didn't hear this? Oh my goodness. Yes. Saudi Arabia announced that women will soon be allowed to drive, ending a long-standing policy that had become a global symbol of oppression to women in the ultra-conservative kingdom. So, so uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. <clears throat> I'm ahead. just like, no, go. All right. So, I need time to formulate a thought. <laughs> well, I, I ain't done. Backwards. I ain't done. I ain't done, brother. Um, so, do we want to talk? So, we could talk about how Saudi Arabia is on the Human Rights Council of the UN. What? <laughs> you mean they're outside banging on the door trying to get in, right? No, no, they're on the council. They have a vote? Yep. Not a Well, the women don't have a vote. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Fuck. Women? No. So, now, this isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take some time. The change will take effect in June of 2018. Oh, the lineup of the DMV is going to be crazy. Oh, I know. It's great. Can you imagine, like, how are they going to take all the pictures? It's like they're gonna hold up the pictures of someone in a burger and be like, "Who's this?" Yeah, is that's this... A, now that's a horrible joke. But fuck off! Come on, <laughs> <laughs> the women are still gonna have to be we're walking around in fucking bags. Well, yeah, I mean they're like, well, the burka is a good, a good, a good uh, post. Like if they're if they're wearing one, they even have those ones with like the the mesh over the, the mesh. eyes. That's right? gonna be so, a visual. I mean, how impairment. do you take? How do you know that this is a person? Like, do they take it off? But that's against they can't, the rules. They can't take it off. Unless their husband's taking the picture, right? But then everybody can just see them, like, unclothed or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, how does that work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I- I'm not going to pronounce his name right, so I'm not going to try. But there's an imam mm-hmm. who had some comments about this. Well, you have not good comments. He I'm got sure. in some trouble. I'm not going to try to say his name. So, Dean, we're men, right? We are. So, so we we should be aware. Although I don't think you were, and because I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't aware of this. No, right. Um, that on a good day, a woman only has half the brain of a man. <laughs> oh man. On a good day. On a good day. No. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. So, wow. So this, uh, this, this guy, is, he's got his head this far off his ass. This is he not actually the, thinks... Th- but this, this is, is the, the, the... But but just just take a moment. Yeah. He actually believes this. I'm not done. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. Check this out. Okay. So, on average, a woman has half of the brain of a man. However, when women are out doing womanly things, half of their brain is taken up with their womanly activities, <laughs> leaving them with an effective brain capacity of only one quarter of that of a man. Yes. Well, isn't it obvious? <laughs> Can you... I can't... Uh, I have their brain is taken up with their womanly activities. So it's like, well, baby, you're shopping. You you get dumb when you shop. What the fuck? How do you how do you say that with a straight face as a human being? So it's like this guy needs to talk to somebody. Just put him in his place, like a woman that can put him in his place. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you get dumb when you having shop. the conversation? Say, listen, you're dumb as it is. 
<laughs> now you're going to go shopping. You only got a quarter of a brain left, baby. <laughs> only quarter brain. We can't be having you drive. <laughs> what the fuck? You're putting our whole country in jeopardy when you get behind the wheel. Uh, you can't go driving with a quarter of a brain. <laughs> exactly. You'd be like a vegetable behind the wheel. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I heard this. Hey, this guy got in trouble. He basically got, well, he's a man, right? So he got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to preach for like a period of time. For like an hour? He didn't have to like rescind any of his comments. It, he didn't have to change anything. He just like, I think there's some people I, who's like. I feel sorry for the women that he interacts with. Yeah. Because either he surrounds himself with, with particularly incompetent human beings, most of them being female, or he just lives in his own stupid bubble. But and doesn't even see but I don't know because intelligence you can't even, in, in, okay. in women. So let's say this dude's walking around, right? And he's and there's other kind of women who he interacts with. That woman could be fucking smart as a whip. She could be fucking brilliant. Yeah, she could like PhD. She's not gonna say anything to contradict him. She's gonna get her fucking ass kicked. Well, that's just it. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't even see it. Even if she said something smart, he wouldn't even it or he would even be like, click to him. Well, where did you, who did you steal yeah, what that man idea? man told you that yeah, what, yeah, Exactly, some fucking shit like that. But anyway, and it doesn't stop there, my friend. Um, yeah. There was a, um, there was a hashtag that uh, took over Twitter mm-hmm. shortly after the king made his announcement. Can you imagine? I don't even... King, oh, okay. what? What king? What are you the king about? of Saudi Arabia. What did he's, he say? He's the one who said women can drive now. Okay, okay. Right? Because that's the way, like, he's just like, women can drive. He could come out tomorrow and say, um, I changed my mind. Women are too stupid to drive. You f- <laughs> Fuck you, you can't drive anymore. And that oh, would just be, so, okay. it'd be like, I'm writing up the laws, I'm writing up the laws, and I'm tearing up the laws, and I'm tearing up. You know what's funny? He gives the women the ability to, to drive, like, 10, 15 years before autonomous vehicles come out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, you know, there will, be jo- there will be jokes made about that, for sure. There will be. I'm sure that I'm sure the late night uh, comedians are working on that, and they stole the idea from you. Yes, you're the first one I heard say it. So there was a hashtag that uh, kind of took over Saudi Twitter. Saudi Twitter. Well, that's the thing. So, and you know what it is? Women of my house will not drive. Hashtag. Hashtag. Women of my house will not drive. That's a long hashtag. It is. Women of my house. Yeah. Ain't no women of mine gonna be driving a car. <laughs> How many cars are there in Saudi Arabia anyway? I don't. Well, I see a lot of people walking around. I don't know. It's not like New York. No. Or Los Angeles. But there's. But I don't even. What's the fuck? Rid Ridya. What the fuck is the capital of Saudi Arabia? Oh, I don't know. Rid. I don't fucking know. Send us an email to ca rogers. Uh, dot com and let us know. Or oh fuck, I fucked up our fucking email. Can you believe I fucked up our fucking email? The CA at Rogers.com. Yeah, the CA at Rogers.com. And let us know what the capital of Saudi Arabia is. Because well, I have no fucking idea. I do have my phone. Oh, you have the Google? Everybody has should have the Google. We well, have the entire collective knowledge of the human race in our yeah, pockets. Yeah, well, I'm kind of doing the podcast, so I'm not playing with my phone. Um, all right. Holy shit, 43 minutes already. Capital That's pretty cool. of Saudi Arabia. 
is what? Is Rid- I was right. Yeah. Rid- Rid- uh, Rid- you can't fucking Rid- say Rid- it. Yeah, how do you spell it? How do you I- say it? R I D Y something? A-D-H. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I w- I didn't know how. I was right. How do you pronounce it? I don't fucking know. Rid- Rid- I don't Rid- lose Rid- points because I can't pronounce it. Riyadh? Was- Riyad? I don't know. Riyadh? Riyadh? Maybe. Is it Riyadh people? We need that email. Um, that's uh, That rings familiar to me, Riyadh. Riyad. Yeah, I don't know, but I was right. I was right. I could take that to my grave. Oh, Dean, we haven't done a fallacy in a while. We haven't. So, and the fallacy I chose for this week has, has a bit of the word fallacy in it. Okay. So, the fallacy I chose for this week is unfalsifiability. Say that three times fast. So, it's also known as untestability. So, the description is confidently asserting that a theory or hypothesis is true or false, even though the theory or hypothesis cannot possibly be contradicted by an observation or the outcome of any physical experiment, usually without strong evidence or good reasons. So, making unfalsifiable claims is a way to leave the realm of rational discourse since unfalsifiable claims are often faith-based and not founded on evidence and reason. Mm-hmm. Right? So, Precisely. I mean... Precisely. Yes. So, I mean... Okay, well, let's just go into the example. Yeah. Because the examples are actually kind of cool. I have tiny, invisible unicorns living in my ears. Unfortunately... These cannot be detected by any type of scientific equipment. This is the claim made yeah, by person yeah, yeah. A. Explanation. While it may actually be a fact that tiny, invisible, mythological creatures occupy this person's auditory canal, it is a theory that is constructed so it cannot be falsified in any way. Therefore, should not be seriously considered without significant evidence. And the first thing this makes me think of is because, oh, I thought about getting another tattoo that I want to get. Mm-hmm. This is all your wife's fault, by the way. <laughs> she has a few. Meredith. I got I to gotta stop calling her your wife on here now. She is Meredith. Um, so I thought, and one of the ones I'm considering is a Hitchens quote. And if it it's perfectly into this. Uh, you make sure you go to the right place because getting words on your skin oh, I know. is particularly difficult. Yeah, I know. And you have to go, you can't go small. No. Um... And the quote is, that which can be asserted without evidence can, can be, be dismissed, dismissed without, without evidence. evidence. Yes. And so... That's a great quote. Yeah, I particularly like that. And so, so where do we see this in religion? We see this in religion all the fucking time, right? God is a spirit. God is this. We can't know for He's sure. outside space and time. Yeah. I don't even... I mean, it's like, I think I, heard, I remember hearing Matt, Del, Matt Dillahunty say this. Like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, to be outside of... Like, what does it mean to, to, to be that? And, and if he is... Out, if... If he is outside of space and time, how does he affect the physical world? Yeah, because he's outside of it. How does he intervene in your life, answer your prayers, perform miracles, whatever it is? If he is outside of our universe, how does he affect our universe? Because he's God. (laughs) (laughs) 
or and, and he's eternal and he has no source. It's like yeah. the, the question you can always ask is, okay, God made the universe, but who made your God, right? Exactly. Well, and then you end made up with the God. A, oh, you end up with the infinite regression. Yeah. You know, God's God and God's God's God and, and all these other things. And to simply insert the terminus, say, well, no, God simply is and that's it, right? Like I said, like we said uh, last week, like that fucker Matt Slick, who will say, you know, God is the necessary precondition for intelligibility. That's just, that's a fucking mental circle jerk. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I can just say that about anything. Well, highlighters are the yeah. necessary precondition <laughs> for intelligibility. Well, it's, I, I mean, going back to the fallacy, it's always, it's, this, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, you can't prove me wrong. So I'm right. I'm right. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. Yeah. It comes back to burden of proof, yep. right? I mean, if I tell you, that there are uh, invisible pink fairies that make my flowers grow, prove me wrong. Exactly. No, you've made yep. an extraordinary claim. An extraordinary claim requires extraordinary evidence. That's like the, that's like the, that's like Douglas Adams. Where, um, uh, one of his quotes was, "Isn't it, isn't it enough to see that a garden is beautiful without worrying about thinking about the fairies that live underneath it?" Yeah. Um, yeah, they, it, what you said made me think of that. Uh, but it's like, like, like prove that there aren't fairies. I can't. I can't. Yeah. How, how do I even go about proving your dumb theory is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you but have to prove to me it's right. You no. have made an extraordinary claim. Exactly. You have, if somebody says, I don't believe you, well, too bad. Mm -hmm. No, you have to prove it. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's what happens. But the slippery apologist, that's how they get around that. And they say, well, come on, like, can you come up with a better explanation than that? And that's the shifting of the burden of proof, yeah. right? And that's, and the, but the slippery apologist, they, they use all these, they use all these separate tactics and they try to pigeonhole you into a thing where you have to say, well, fuck it. I don't know. And then they walk away with their head held high saying, see, I showed that fucker. Yeah. They don't say that. Right. But they, they, think they it. probably do. Fuckers, <laughs> they probably do say that too. Fuckers. Um, but no, but it's like, uh, what does that mean? It's like uh, arguing with a, uh, it's talking about presuppositionalists. It's like arguing with a presuppositionalist is like paying, playing chess with a pigeon. <laughs> they knock all the pieces over, shit all over the board, and then strut back to the nest <laughs> proclaiming victory. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens because they don't actually do anything. Yeah, they you didn't, they didn't win the game. Friend? Like, I'm trying not to do something in the mic. Oh, okay. Where <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like the pigeon didn't win the game. No, right? That's that's and it's that's exactly it. They walk yeah. away like they did. Exactly. When Starting all they back, did was just shit all over it. Every time you see you watch a pigeon walk on the ground, they walk on the ground <laughs> like they fucking own the place. Doesn't matter where they are, strutting with their fucking head poking around. I pigeons are too quick because I kick the little fuckers. <laughs> Fucking flying rats. Fucking ape. Flying rats? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a bat. Well, no, I'm just saying because they're so dirty. Ah, uh, I see. And shithawks. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know what a shithawk is, that's a seagull. You can't kill them in Canada. They're not allowed. It's actually no. illegal. I saw one swallow an eraser. <laughs> when <laughs> I was in school, I threw like one of those big square erasers. Really? Those Stadler ones. I threw it at I threw it at a seagull. I didn't I didn't hit it, but it bounced in front of it. And it ate it? And it picked it up and swallowed it. Really? That's gonna hurt on the way out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it'll just sit in its belly forever. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. You know what we used to do? I didn't think it would eat it. No, you know what we used to do? Is we would go to um, 
we would, whenever we would, like, we'd go and get some food, right? And if we sat outside, the best way to get rid of the seagulls was you you ask for some hot peppers on the side. <laughs> and you throw the hot peppers out, and they swallow them, and then they spit them back out. Yeah. So it rubs on the inside of their throat. Oh, that's just And then they walk over, and they nice. fucking... Sl- now, now, I was a, this was when I was a kid. I haven't done this in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> but no... I haven't done this in a long time. But when I was a teenager, I'd, I I would do that shit. And you watch them fucking shake their heads and, and they walk over and fucking slam their face in a puddle of water yeah. to try to get some, because obviously it's a banana pepper and shit, right? And But then they got smart, right? And they wouldn't touch them anymore. Mm-hmm. So then what we'd have to do is we'd take a little bit of the juice and we'd... Put so, it on a french fry? No, we'd put it on the bread. And yes. We could take a little bit of the bun and then do that. And then as they swallowed that, it would break down, so they couldn't spit it back. They couldn't regurgitate it. Yeah. And then they flew away. <laughs> and I wonder why my car gets shit on all the time now. <laughs> Is that just they've a coincidence? Passed, they've passed that down through the generations. <laughs> the stories. Shit on that guy's the, stories. <laughs> the stories. Okay, okay. Since, oh. since we didn't know, oh. I found it. Since, since we didn't know what? Well, come on. Do, 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 do. Are you playing a video? It's Riyadh. 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 I was right. It's pronounced. It's a 16 second video, so it was doing its little thing at the beginning. Oh, okay. But yeah. Spit it out, phone. There you go. Sorry. You just covered it. (laughs) It's Riyadh. I accept that it's Riyadh. Yeah, so I was right. We were both right. And they have some, like, really good looking woman pronouncing different things and. How to pronounce Middle Eastern countries. Okay. Do you need a moment alone with your phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump into... How to into sound natural in English. How to sound na- I sound pretty natural in English. <laughs> I'm assuming it's people who are ESL. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, um, we didn't do a shitty apologetic last week. and uh, But I did want to do that. So, what I wanted to do, and we talked about it last week, was the argument from design, although otherwise known as the teleological argument. Okay? So the argument from design, also known as the teleological argument, is an argument for the existence of a, des- of a divine designer based on instances of order or purpose in nature. The argument has been used since ancient Greece and remains, po- uh, remains a popular argument. The intelligent design, or ID movement, is based on this argument. The conclusion only states there is a designer, but does not support a particular religion, be it Yahweh, Allah, or whatever. Yeah, it's a way to sneak it in. Yeah. Arguments for and against the validity of the argument have been advanced by many philosophers and apologists. David Hume uh, was highly critical of the argument, in his seminal book, Dialogues Concerning Natural Religion. William Paley introduced the watchmaker, anal- the watchmaker analogy in Paley's Natural Theology, which is a popular wording of the argument. Um, the typical argument from design is as follows. Some natural systems, especially living systems, contain ingenious solutions for solving technical problems. Human inventors must solve the same physical problems in order to achieve similar results. Um, Ingenious biological features were engineered 
by our wise, benevolent, and powerful creator. Nature has never been observed inventing these kinds of complex structures, <laughs> each well-suited to its task. And, where, and there is not been even a theoretical, realistic, step-by-step evolutionary explanation for how they could have developed. Yeah, there is. Thus, don't shit on the cornflakes. Thus, in the same way that we infer a painter from a painting or an engineer from an engine, we infer a creator from a creation. <laughs> yeah, from a creation. Yeah. We weren't created. Well, but we okay. evolved. And also, yes, a painter, a painting has a painter. Yes, sure. a building has a builder. Because paintings and buildings don't reproduce with variation. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. Yep. The Reproduction I, with variation. I love the watchmaker an- analogy. And I've used, I've used various forms of it um, to try to argue or to like counter-apologetic yeah. when talking to, to a person of faith. And one of the things that I've said is, so I'll say, you know, Consider a, so basically what I do is I, I concede a little bit, like I give some ground to gain some ground. So say, you know, if you, you know, look at a watch, right? So I have an, I have an Apple watch. Um, this, this watch is pretty sophisticated, right? Has the ability to do lots of stuff. But when you compare my watch to a leaf, right? Mm-hmm. The ability to, you know, for uh, photosynthesis, Things like Certain this. light into energy, yeah. Yep. Um, a butterfly's wing, right? Yeah. Or the human eye. Yeah. Uh, the human eye better than any camera that's ever been uh, even conceived of. Well, certain ways. And so if... Now, no one would argue that my watch was designed. When I bought it, it says right on there, it says designed by <laughs> Apple in California. <laughs> exactly. So An intelligent mind created that That's several right. intelligent minds now if my watch needed a designer and my watch is nowhere near as sophisticated as the leaf and the butterfly's wing and the human eye it only stands to reason that these things must have been designed and when i say that when i say that Mm-hmm. to an apologist their fucking eyes open they get a hard on <laughs> and they they fucking beam from ear to ear they couldn't be fucking happier yeah and then i simply slip in so i concede your god now please tell me who made that who made god yeah yeah i i i'm i i no 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 we already established that this complexity needs a designer. I'll give you that. Yeah. Now, please tell me who designed God. Yeah. Because any God capable of creating such wonders with no more than a snap of the finger has got to be pretty fucking complex. Yeah. So how did he get The here? more complex organism created a complex machine as the watch. Exactly. So an even more complex organism must have created the complex god to create the complex organism that created the watch. Yep. 
And, and that, is, that is one of the best arguments that I've ever seen for the argument from design. Um, and that whole thing about cameras not being as good as the eye, uh, I mean, the eye works in a lot more like varied environments than a camera does. Like you can see better in dark than a camera can pick up. And, but a camera can zoom. Right, camera can have different megapixels. The camera can, you can put a filter in a camera and make it yeah. look and make things look really, really good. It's 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 um, camera is better than the eye in a lot of ways, and we and the eye is good because of the brain behind it. Sure, right. So you need a really good a really good lens on a camera to make mm-hmm. it good. Like a DSLR is better than a phone camera. Sure, because it's got a really good lens. Your brain does a hell of a lot of work. Yep. to turn what what the eye actually picks up into a nice picture. Right. But when you're talking to a nutbag creationist, <laughs> and you sit, and you and you you basically give him the little the little handy, yeah, and you say, oh, you know, and you can see the wonders, then they just they go googly, yeah, right? Because but yes. I wouldn't, yeah, I know what you're trying you're trying to, try to say, but they can just say, oh, there is no God is just eternal and all that stuff, and they'll just go they'll, they'll run back into that hole. I yeah. wouldn't even concede the, the the point. I mean, we we have different organisms on the planet mm-hmm. that have different eyes than we do. We know how the eye evolved. Right. Like even Richard Dawkins says in his, in, in his book, he says like half an eye is better than no eye at all. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yep. And we know that a pit of cells ca- that, that could detect Oh, the pinhole, heat the pinhole or whatever, yep, yep, yep. right? I mean, and then it, it like just heat sensitive cells, just a flat cell that's heat sensitive, Right. So that when something hot comes near it, it knows. Yeah, then it's it better creates, than nothing. Yeah, right? then it then it makes a little indent, and then it knows the direction of the heat mm-hmm. because of the pit, and then it like deepens, and heat is a is a form of radiation. So instead of represent instead of detecting heat, it detects light, mm-hmm. and then it's got a pinhole, and then you know which what direction the light's coming from, and then become more sensitive, and it detects colors. All this different thing. We know how the eye evolved. Yeah, like, I think the God Delusion talks about something like 15 or 20 different versions. Like, you know, like, basic versions yeah. of how the eye came to be. Like, of course, he didn't talk about every single one. Because there's not 20, and there's probably a thousand. And they always say that it's just random, like, it's a roll of the dice. You have all the plane parts, and there's a whirlwind, and then you get a plane. No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. We have a starting point, and we slowly move towards the plane. Mm-hmm. We add extra things on. Yeah, and then we hope something else lands in the right spot. We don't. It's not just. A, it's not just a jumble, and then it happens. It's a slow progression. Sometimes it doesn't work, and that one dies off. Sometimes it does work, and that one continues. And it's not. There's no. There's no end goal. There's no. Here's all the plane parts. I'm gonna make a plane. No, maybe you might come up with something else, but it does something. Yep. It'll. It'll roll down the down a hill or whatever. It'll have a function. Yep. There's no end game with evolution. It's just whatever survives best. Yep, I remember seeing a, um, a debate online a bunch of years ago. One of the guys, Brian Sapient, he talked about this thing. He said, he said we are all only this year's model. Exactly. And of, we don't know human. what the model's going to the If the environment drastically changes, yeah. then we will evolve to fit that environment. But don't you think in some ways that we have... Don't you think... And I'll say this and then try to explain it that we fucked with evolution? We have, yes, because, because it's not survival of the fittest for humans anymore. Right, but it's also, I'm cold. I, I made the jacket. Uh, no, that's 
No. You don't think that's fucking with it a bit? No, not I at all. I don't have to... I don't... You could... People don't say, I'm cold, I made a jacket, just because they felt like it. Like, this, this is this is returning you... The, humans are warm-blooded creatures. We need to be at a specific temperature for our yeah. metabolic right. functions to happen. But I don't but, have to migrate. No, you don't. But people might. People lived in Arctic temperatures before we had j- jackets. Yeah, they used pelts and shit. Exactly. They made their jackets. That, right. That's that's not but, evolution. That's us using our big brains. Exactly. No, but what I'm saying it is... Works, evolution works on a much larger scale than that time scale. So, okay, so so do you think, and and I, I think it's true, I, I, I believe it's true as well. We are still evolving. We are. But I think, I almost feel like our changes are smaller now. I will agree, the reason why I agreed why we have fucked with evolution, not because because we figured out how to make coats, it's because the breeding of humans, everybody's able to have kids, Right. And almost the particular, well, the particular, the, the best of us aren't having the most number of kids. Right. And even if you're not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the best of us are not having all the children. It, it could be argued that not exactly the worst of us, but not the best of us are having more children. Yes. Um, like, you, you know, it's not, it's not I'm Nobel. Not, I'm not going to say, I was about not, to say not, something. I'm Nobel prize winners aren't having 15 to 20 children. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the honey boo boo childs of the world are. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam Harris isn't going to have 12 kids. Yeah. So exactly. So that in that way, we fucked. And if, if somebody was born with a completely functional third arm and it helped them, they would not be having the most children and passing on that, 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 that helpful gene. Right. Okay. They would be seen as a freak and they probably wouldn't have any kids at all. And then there'd be no humans with a third functional arm. You could play video games and masturbate at the same time. Exactly. The, the, I the never leave the house. Are, <laughs> the possibilities are endless. But I'm saying, like, if somebody had something that was like a third eye in their, on the back of their head, which actually helped, like it, they could actually see things behind them at the sure. same time they're looking forward, it actually worked. That person would not have children. Shannon can so see the spiders. We have we have fucked with evolution in that way. If somebody is actually born with a with a more survivable with with, with better su- yeah. survivability, with they're like not a, with passing like a genetic on that bonus. Yeah, they're, they're not, not they're not on passing on that gene unless it's invisible, right. to us, okay. right? Like somebody like the fact that we're no we're not we're not all lactose intolerant, right? That's a good thing which yes. has been brought into the world because of all the dairy products that we consume. We're supposed to be lactose intolerant. It's a natural weaning system. Right. That's why we, we stop drinking from our mothers because it starts hurting us. Right. But we have turned that off now because of all the dairy products in our lives. Ice cream is good. Ice cream is good. Milk is good. Cheese is good. Yeah. Oh, fucking cheese. Man. Cheese is awesome. I fucking love cheese. So I'm glad that I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm hungry. <laughs> just made you hungry oh talking about all this breastfeeding and you know. uh holy shit brother an hour and seven minutes oh uh, that's nothing uh that was a good talk we went fucking off the rails we there. a little bit there uh, we went all over the place hey man you gotta like when you bring up stuff like that like like biology and evolution and shit that's when i start coming out of my shell because that's that's the stuff i like Physics, biology. I'm again. I'm not a scientist. 
I never claimed to be a scientist. He just but, plays one on TV. But that shit gets me going. Yeah. It's like intellectual intercourse. I love the whole science like it, it when you get down into the the quantum, you know, uh fluctuations and shit like that. That's where that's where I like my imagine starts to spark and right and things like that, right? And what when about you think the flux about capacitor. <laughs> when you think about biology and the way the cells work and the chemistry between things and the way, you know, uh, uh molecules fit together and, and come apart and all that kind of stuff and the energies that are left be, that are that, that that result from those interactions. It's just all that stuff gets me going. Dean has an erection. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking. <laughs> now it's in Michael's mouth. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough uh, trouble for us to get into for one week. Yeah, now you know way too much about me. Exactly. Exactly. I'll share all your uh, dirty little secrets with Meredith. Well, that's just that. I mean, that's, that's why it, it bothered me when you had Lawrence Krauss on without me, man. <laughs> That's like my Playboy bunny right there. I mean, come on. Really? <laughs> I'm going to edit that shit out. If he listens and hears that. No, but I mean, that's... You know, Talk to a scientist? That's fucking awesome. Oh, hey, I, we got stuff to share. We do? Yeah. Um, next week, special guest Thomas Westbrook. Yes. From the Holy Kool-Aid YouTube channel uh, <laughs> is going to be uh, on to discuss uh, all kinds of cool things, uh, atheism. So that was so serendipitous when you actually told me that he was coming on, and that day, early, like a few hours earlier, I had watched one of his videos just that, just random. Yeah, it just showed up on yeah. YouTube, and I watched it. Well, it's funny because we we met at INR, but it was it would there was there were so many people fucking running around left, right, and center. It's like, hey, hi, what are you? And then when I reached out to him again, I'm like, you know, and I was like, hey, you know, how you doing? Blah 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 blah. And, and he's and he's like, you know, have we met? I'm like, yeah, we met at INR. And he's he was really he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, dude, honestly, like there were people running around like crazy, chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah, it's, it's totally okay. So, yeah, so we were chatting. He's coming on next week. Um, I've been sharing a couple videos. He was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's the one, the, 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 the... The psychics. The psychic fails, yeah. 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 So if you check out the CA's uh, Facebook page, and I, they're, down, they're on mine as well. Um, you can look at those and basically uh, psychic fails and I'm still wait. He's, he said he's has a third one, but I guess he's been super busy, um, either editing or doing other shit. Cause I know like he's, he puts a lot of content out there. So, um, but when he puts the third one out there, we'll definitely share that and he'll be on, um, quote unquote live, uh, mm-hmm. next week. And so that'll be really good. And everybody should know that Michael does very little editing. Yeah, I, I fuck all <laughs> editing, man. I, I walk out of here, and he cuts it together, and then puts it out there. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, that's like an underhanded, like, so if this show sounds no, shitty. No, no, it's not a <laughs> shitty. Th- I'm just saying, you said, you said quote-unquote, live. It is live, because there's no editing done afterwards. Yeah, it's pretty much it, yeah. This yeah. is us. Yeah, this is us. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it sounds bad, because obviously me, me, it me, doesn't. Me, 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 me. No, I just I fucking. I'm just it. here just because I like being here. It's I I I contribute nothing to the show. Sure you do, <laughs> sure you do. Um, you're like oh hang on, what is this? Um, so you listen to Cogdis, right? Yes. Okay, so you're, uh, I am the Cecil to you being Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, you know, because see, I think Cecil pretty much does everything on Cogdis, and Tom just sits there and fucks up the intro every week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but no, but they're they're great. I fucking I've been a, a patron of theirs for years now, 
and uh, I love the, I love their shit. Love their shit so much. Um, oh, and oh uh, no, I'm not gonna talk about that yet. Stay tuned for whatever it was I was gonna talk about. Uh, okay, that's an hour and eleven minutes. That's it. Done. Riyadh. I'm ne- I'm never gonna forget that. Now. You're never gonna even if you want to forget it. Oh no, it's, it's in there. It's gonna be in there forever. Locked. You're gonna be walking around now. You know what's funny is that there's a there's a search on your phone history now for the for <laughs> Saudi Arabia and you're brown. You're, f- you're fucked. I better. Hopefully, I'm not flying anywhere soon. <laughs> you won't be flying. You won't be flying. Excuse me, sir. This is a random search. Exactly. You're also not going to be able to remain anal retentive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. All right. <sighs> okay. So that's it for this week. Uh, until next week, I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we will see you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.